You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, and welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast, brought to you by CoachesConnectionAcademy.com, the business development community for coaches to help you connect, learn, and grow a thriving practice. This is episode 62. My name is Anne-Marie Cross, and I'm here with my co-host, Jennifer Johnson. Do you ask the question, how can I grow my coaching practice? What are the secrets that will help me fill my practice? And what about marketing? What should I be doing to attract new clients? Well, you are in the right place. And whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. We're going to teach you the right business and marketing strategies you should have in place to communicate a powerful message so you can stand out and finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's get started. show. Now, do you see yourself as a leader? And if you're a solopreneur and working on your own, I'm sure if you're really honest with yourself, you probably don't really see yourself as being in a leadership role. After all, don't you need to have a solid team of people working for you before you need to worry about developing leadership skills? Well, in today's words of wisdom, Jennifer and I are going to share five key leadership mindsets to help you grow your coaching practice. In fact, these mindsets are vital. And whether you're just starting up your coaching practice and you don't have any staff supporting you, or whether you do have a small team who work alongside you, these are very important. And you know, if you've reached a plateau in your business growth that you just can't break through, it may very well be because you don't have these five leadership mindsets. Now, before we dive in, though, we do have a few announcements. And uh, there's been a couple of people that have shouted out for us and have shared the show and have commented on the show. So firstly, we want to give a shout out to True Contact Designs. Now, they offer custom WordPress design and management services. And True Contact Designs tweeted that they've listened to our podcast and they found the information really useful. So you can catch up with uh, True Designs over on Twitter. Their handle is at true underscore C, the letter C, and then design. So thank you so much for uh, for tweeting that True Contact Designs. Got another shout out too to Karen Southall Watts. Now she's a professional encourager in entrepreneurship, management, and adult education. And uh, she's also a speaker and trainer and author. And you can connect with Karen on Twitter. Her handle is at AskKaren. Now Karen posted a comment on one of our recent shows, the top five rules to build a thriving co coaching practice. That was episode 60. So just a couple of shows ago, Jennifer, and she said, this was a fantastically useful show. Even though I've been coaching for ages, I still found myself taking notes and nodding along. So uh, we are so thrilled that you have found the show useful, Karen. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave a comment. We really, really appreciate it. Now, if you're a regular listener to the show, 
And you want us to do a shout out to you, just like we have today, to Karen and True Contact Designs. There's just a couple of things that you need to do. They're really, really simple. You can either leave a comment beneath the show notes. This is on the show page. You can shout out to us on Twitter, or you can go over on iTunes and leave a comment there and a rating there too. And of course, we are on Stitcher, so you can certainly do that as well. That's it. It's super simple and so appreciated. Jennifer and I love creating these podcasts for you and it's so nice to hear how this information has impacted you and of course your business so uh, go ahead and let us know now before we move on to the tip of the week Jennifer and I have decided that we wanted to include a very special segment we're not going to do this every week but uh, we thought we would do this in today's podcast because it's a question that we're often asked And we thought that you might have this question too, particularly if you're just starting up your coaching practice. And the question was all about how to narrow down to a niche. And so we were were contacted by uh, one of our subscribers and she's been through a number of different challenges in her own life. She's currently going through a life coach training, which is fantastic, and she's going to graduate uh, in, in, in a month or two. And so she's asking the question, you know, I've, I've got a number of different life experiences. These are real challenges that often many people can find themselves through. She's been through them herself. And so therefore, she can coach quite comfortably with clients. So Jennifer, this is often something that we, we get asked all the time, isn't it? How do I narrow down to a niche? Oh, yes. And it usually freaks most people out. <laughs> it certainly does. And of course, it was Pam who sent in the email. So we thought that we would would answer that question. I'll jump in. And then Jennifer, I know this is also an area that uh, you love, love to coach in as well. But let me share with you, Pam, my experience as a coach, if I look back to my coaching practice, because really, Jennifer and I uh, have always said it's really important to get so clear on your ideal client what is your ideal client struggling with? What are her problems or issues or his issues and, and problems? And what support can you offer them in order to support them through that challenge so they get to the other side, achieving their goals and, uh, and then their dreams? Now, if I look back to my coaching practice and my career practice, I had a number of different elements that I could coach. I was a a certified award-winning professional resume writer. Uh, I'd written a book on interview coaching and therefore could do interview coaching. I had, um, you know, uh, undertaken some additional training to help people online and really build their online presence uh, using a number of different social media tools. So I could argue that I could become an expert in all of those areas and really niche down and focus either on interviewing, either on job search coaching, uh, resume development, and even developing an online profile. Yet what I decided to do was not necessarily niche in either one of those areas, but rather create what I call an umbrella that fit over the top of each of those different aspects quite beautifully in that. And that was, you know, getting noticed, getting hired, getting paid what you are worth for executives and professionals in the workforce. And that's what I did. So I decided I didn't want to just niche down in one of those areas, but rather work across multiple areas. And therefore it fit really nicely around that. That's what I did. And and I found that really helpful. Jennifer, did you want to jump in and, and share some, some, some thoughts on that? 
Absolutely. And one of the things I always invite people to do is, is when you're thinking about niching and who that ideal client is, just remember, you're going to spend a lot of time with these people mm-hmm. and you're going to love helping them change and, and learn and grow. And as you're doing that, think about what really excites you. And as Anne-Marie was talking about with the umbrella, that's a great way to think about it because we, most of us, we all have something that we love that we do. And we also have other trainings or certifications or specialties that we also could help people with. When you're deciding for yourself, make sure it's something that it really excites you and that it is serving that purpose of helping someone change their life. Yet it doesn't have to be so uh, narrowed down that it doesn't include any of the other components that you are a specialist at. So Pam, I hope that was helpful for you. And I know that if you are making a decision about where you're going to take your business, whether you're just starting up your coaching practice and looking to really understand and define your ideal client, that this is going to be helpful for you as well. And here's today's tip of the week. After last week's tip of the week, and if you haven't listened to last week's show, go and do that because Jennifer shared two incredible books. In fact, one of them uh, was The Go-Giver and Go-Givers Sell More by Bob Berg and John David Mann. And I went and I added those to my personal library and uh, read them over the weekend and I absolutely loved them. So I thought, you know what, this week, why not share another book? that I read over the weekend as well. In fact, I got quite a few books uh, under my belt, which is fabulous. And this is another great resource for your personal library. And the book is The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John C. Maxwell. And in this book, John Maxwell provides a summary of 21 laws of leadership. And with each of the laws, what he does is he provides a brief explanation of each of them and why they are so important. And I have to say that I had an aha and continued having ahas right from the very first law. And with each of the laws, I found myself nodding my head as I recognized just how important each of these laws are with regards to leadership and how we show up as leaders in our coaching businesses. In fact, these laws are so impactful that we decided to include five of John's laws into today's Words of Wisdom segment. It's a very easy read. However, please do not fool you into thinking that you're not going to get much benefit from this book. I'm using this book and the 21 laws as a checklist for myself and my own coaching practice uh, so that I can continue to develop into the leader that I want to be so that, uh, you know, in my own private practice and of course the Coaches Connection Academy, which Jennifer and I have partnered in and we've, we've launched this year. So, The book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John C. Maxwell. Today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. So today's topic is five key leadership mindsets to grow your coaching practice. So before we dive in, why did we 
want to share this topic with you. Well, you know, women in business are rapidly becoming the fastest growing sector in Australia and also the United States. Uh, and the number of women-owned businesses, they increased to 59%, which has outgrown the 41% growth rate among all new businesses. And this was according to Trailblazers, which is an absolute celebration. You know, women are opening up their own businesses. They're stepping into to their own, um, you know, brilliance and, and really you know, bringing their, their brilliance and their wisdom out there in their own businesses. Exactly. And we want to keep celebrating that. And at the same time, we want to make sure and share with everyone a little bit of some scary information as well. And what that means is, sadly, there are similar studies that show that 50% of small businesses will fail within the first year, 95% in the first five years, and that 69.5% of women-owned businesses earned $25,000 or less in 2013. That is really not good news, right? Mm. The reason we're so, so passionate about sharing this information is because we want to make sure to set you up for success. And here's something that's a really critical component to hear, so I, I hope everyone's paying attention. Small businesses have failures, and the failures are linked to a couple things that I want to share with everyone. It is running out of money, underpricing, burnout, ineffective marketing, and ignoring the digital world. It's the inability to differentiate themselves, and it's also ineffective profit and business models. Something that Amory and I share a lot about is we hear all so often isolation, and leadership management breakdown. Mm, pretty now, the scary. reason these are so important is because we know, and that's one of the reasons we're so excited to share this information. While this is not good news, we want to set everyone up for success, realizing that the running out of money and the underpricing, of course, that's going to lead to burnout, right? Mm. And when you think about that ineffective marketing and ignoring the digital world, oh my goodness, that can make everything come to a halt. That's why we get so excited. We want you to be really aware of the pitfalls so you can start to empower yourself to do it differently. Yeah. And Jennifer, when we uh, dug a little bit deeper, we also found some other uh, studies as well. And they kind of confirmed too why women-owned businesses tended to struggle. Now, again, use this as a checklist. Um, some independent women in business studies in 2014 found that 43% of women struggled with their mindset and mm -hmm. a lack of self-confidence that they had what it took to build a successful business. In 2012, the Global Entrepreneurship Monitor Women's Report found that women, well, we had a greater fear of failure and a lower perception in our entrepreneurial abilities than in comparison to men, men in business. And another study that we found, uh, the AMP and News Poll Research, they discovered that 13% of women would not work towards a long-held ambition because of the fear of not being good enough and also the fear of failure. Now, Jennifer and I were so saddened to, to hear this and to learn of this. And, you know, we want to be the voice. In fact, we want to be the voice for entrepreneurs to help them to change that. And of course, this is one of the reasons why we founded coachesconnectionacademy.com 
and that we continue to bring a message of inspiration, a message of hope and empowerment in our weekly podcasts. Now, if you are a man and listening to this podcast, we are not ignoring you. You are welcome to step up too. Uh, so while we say women, we're mentioning that, of course, because the studies found this out. And we, we don't want to overgeneralize, but if you're a gentleman listening, you're certainly welcome. And this is going to be of benefit to you too. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, also many women don't really see themselves as leaders. And studies show that the fear of failure, as you mentioned a moment ago, the fear of failure actually limits their ability to learn and develop into empowered leaders. Mm, I love that. Let's just repeat that again. For those of us who don't really see ourselves as leaders, leadership and becoming an empowered and influential leader of your business is a skill that can be learned and nurtured. In fact, John C. Maxwell, and we're going to quote him quite a bit throughout uh, the words of wisdom, he believes that the ability to lead is based on a collection of skills that can be learned and improved. Now, just a reminder of what Jennifer was saying earlier, please do not think that if you are a solopreneur, you're working on your own and you don't have a team, that leadership isn't something that you need to worry about. Because some of the, the laws and the mindsets that we're going to talk about very much relate to you. So this topic is for you if you're a coach who has one, two or more people supporting them in their business. So let's go ahead and dive into the five leadership mindsets that will help you grow your coaching practice. And before Jennifer mentions the first one, just a reminder that we're getting this from the book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Such a good book. Okay, let's talk about one of them. And we're, you know, we're only going to talk about a few of them. And of course, there's, there's multiple. But one of the ones we wanted to share is the mindset, right? All about mindset. So when we talk about John Maxwell's laws, it, the number one we want to share is the law of influence. Now, he speaks about five myths of leadership. And we really want to touch point on two of them here. And number one is the management myth. The management myth is leadership and management are not the same. Leadership is about influencing people, while management is about managing systems and processes. Think about that for a moment. Okay. Now, the next one we want to talk about is the entrepreneur myth. Entrepreneurs are commonly visionaries, but that does not mean that they have leadership abilities. I think leadership and management is important, uh, both. It's, there needs to be that balance. But yeah, how often do people uh, mistake management and overseeing things as leadership? Oh, I'm leading. And in actual fact, leadership is about influencing. Really, really important. And the fact that, uh, yes, entrepreneurs have visions. We have dreams, don't we, Jennifer? However, we may not necessarily have the leadership abilities. And that may be why some people are great at dreaming, great at envisioning things. Yet the skill that they need to then take in order to develop themselves so that they can then take the steps to, to achieve their dreams lies around the leadership abilities. And as I mentioned earlier, John Maxwell has confirmed that leadership can be learned and can be nurtured. Phew, isn't that great? 
It is. I love that one. Now, the second mindset we want to share is based on Maxwell's law of navigation. And in his book, he says followers need leaders who are able to navigate effectively. Now, these leaders, they can envision their destinations, they recruit successfully, and they recognize challenges in advance. So how often do we give up or we walk away when things get tough? Yet, as Maxwell reminds us, you know, we can have a vision of where we want to take our coaching practices. But what we need to do is to ensure that we have got around us recruiting successfully, the support, the resources, the team, the mentors, the advisors, the coaches who can support us and who can provide us information, keep us accountable so that during those difficult times, we are able to have that support that allows us to navigate through those challenges. So just a reminder, if you are faced with a challenge, what are you going to do to support you in navigating through that challenge? Mm. And I really like that phrase, recruit successfully. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. All right, now let's think about and talk about the third mindset based on John Maxwell's law of intuition. Now, good leaders see everything with a leadership bias, if you will, and pretty much automatically know what to do when leading. And as leaders of our business, when faced with a challenge, what happens is automatically take stock in the necessary steps that we need to do to solve the challenge that's happening. And that simply means everything from recognizing what others may not, which is a a real gift of a leader, It's also about being very aware of what's going on around us and and taking that situation and then harnessing in the strengths and the resources of others and also of those around us that have different abilities that we may not have. What that means is as we are, again, recruiting successfully, we are using those resources around us all while being very aware of our own strengths as well as our own limitations or weaknesses. And we can then keep all those components in mind to be able to lead effectively. Hmm. You know, I love the way that um, John Maxwell reminds us of this, you know, about being really clear on our limitations and our weaknesses. Because how often do we try and ignore those? We don't want to remind ourselves of what we don't do really well. However, what he's saying here is that it is important for us to be aware of this because what we can then do is to ensure that we are able to get around us to, to, to recruit successfully those people, the resources, the mentors who support us in those areas where we are limiting, you know, or we are limited. And we're not expected to be able to do everything really well. So such a good reminder. Absolutely. Surround ourselves with those that can empower us. Okay, so let's dive into the fourth mindset, and that's based on John Maxwell's law of connection. Now, the ability to connect with people on an emotional level is so very important. It's important in our marketing. It's important in uh, our conversations because you know what? You cannot empower or move people into action if they don't connect with you. And this is also true for the people around us. Who are who who we are leading and 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 people who are we who we are influencing, and Maxwell said good leaders focus on connecting with people. 
leaders initiate and continue relationship building efforts and never underestimate the power of making connections. And so what we want to remind you of is that for heart-centered entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, connection is often something and building relationships is something that we thrive on. And this is an important aspect of, of, of leadership. So, you know, these laws and these mindsets are not new to us. And for some of you, it, it's a reminder that you already have that skill. So build on that, nurture that. Connection's so important, isn't it, Jennifer? Absolutely. Mm. Yes. Yes. If, whether you're in a leadership role or in your everyday life, it is so, so important. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Now, we do want to make sure and share one more. And the fifth mindset, again, based on John Maxwell's laws, is this one is all about the inner circle. And I am so excited about this one because I know, Emery, you, you do the same thing. And um, we both are always, always really making sure and stretching the information to our clients about how important it is to think about your inner circle. Now, Maxwell says a leader's potential and success is determined by his closest acquaintances. Leaders must be intentional in their relationship building activities and never stop improving their inner circle. Oh, I just love that. I love that. And I know, Emory, you and I are always saying, you know, who are you surrounding yourself with, right? Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, who are the top five people that are around you? And I really invite everyone to take that moment and think, okay, write their name down and then think about for yourself, do they uplift us? Do they empower us? Are they, you know, our biggest cheerleader or are they really dragging us down? Um, it was so fascinating because I, one of my favorite pictures, I have no idea where it came from. Someone sent it to me a while ago and I just shared it with a client because she was doing this whole exercise actually about her inner circle. And it's just this beautiful picture of a butterfly wanting to take flight. And it has this little string that is holding it down. And at the bottom of the string sitting on the ground, it's, it's wrapped around a heavy rock. So this beautiful butterfly is wanting to fly, but it can't. That string is attached to that heavy rock. And that represents who are the people that are holding you back. So, so powerful. So we've only touched on these today. So just a very brief review of them again. The first mindset based on John Maxwell's law of influence. Make sure you know the difference between leadership and management. Leadership is all about influencing those around us. The second mindset is the law of navigation. As a leader, we should effectively navigate uh, through challenges, don't walk away when things get tough. The third mindset is the law of intuition. You know, we automatically know what to do when we're leading. And if not, go out, recruit the people that can support you, harness your strengths, harness the resource of others. And of course, understand, gain awareness around our limitations and our weaknesses and keep those in mind in order to support us as we lead and become leaders in our business. The fourth mindset is the law of connection. Connecting with people on an emotional level is so, so key. When we do that and, and not an underestimate the power of making connections, that's when we can really 
uh, be empowered as we step into our leadership roles. And the fifth mindset, the law of the inner circle. And as Jennifer said, ask the question, who are we surrounding ourselves with? Are they uplifting us or not? And it may, may then mean for you to start uh, doing a bit of an audit about those people who you allow in to your inner circle. So those five mindsets, let them support you in taking your coaching practice to the next level. Jennifer, what's this week's inspirational message? Ooh, this week's inspirational message is your ability to solve problems and make good decisions is the true measure of your skill as a leader. That is from Brian Tracy. Hmm. I love that. I do too. I'm just <laughs> smiling from ear to ear. It's so powerful. It is so, so true. Yes. Yeah. You know, and as we said before, we don't need to have all the answers. However, what we don't want to happen when we don't know the answers is just to give up, kind of push whatever it is, challenge under the carpet and, and ignore it. As we've said earlier, and as you said so beautifully too, reach out to the people, reach out to those who can support us, get the resources around us to be able to support us in shifting forward. That really is a true measure of uh, a skill as a leader in our business. Yeah, just think about John Maxwell's law of intuition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Well, that brings us back to the end of another show. And hang on a second, I've just lost my... Um, I'm going to edit this anyway. Where's the outro music? There's so many different snippets here. Hang on. Here we go. Well, that brings us to the end of another show. We want to hear from you. What was your aha? Which of the laws are you going to use? The law of the inner circle or one of the other ones? What are you going to really use to impact your business this, this week? Let us know in uh, the show notes and in the comments. If this is the first time that you've listened to the show, we really do want to recommend that you go over to iTunes or to Stitcher and subscribe to the show so that every week, if each time we launch another podcast, that that gets sent out to your MP3 listening device. We hope that uh, you have a fantastic week. Until next week, this is goodbye from Anne-Ray and goodbye from Jennifer. See you later, Jennifer. Oh, 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 oh,